ASI Heartbeats. Welcome to Doki Doki Anime Podcast. This is your host, Eloise. And Ari. Where we discuss anime that's resonated with us, tying our fates together. This is episode 12, and it will all be about Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's definitely one of the classics, and I know that I watched it before when I was a kid, but I just didn't really understand it, so we decided to revisit it. And the synopsis from my anime list is, In the year 2015, the world stands on the brink of destruction. Humanity's last hope lies in the hands of NERV, a special agency under the United Nations and their Evangelions, giant machines capable of defeating the angels who herald Earth's ruin. Face to face with his father for the first time in years, 14-year-old Shinji Kadi's average life is irreversibly changed when he's whisked away into the depths of NERV and into a harrowing new destiny. He must become the pilot of Evangelion Unit 01 with the fate of mankind on his shoulders. Intense already, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So my first impressions is that, first of all, <laughs> Mecha isn't my thing, but this is such a classic anime that has that's very much loved. It mm-hmm. has such a good following. So I had to give it a chance, right? And with Doki Doki Podcast, we share our personal opinions on animes that we cover. Everyone has their own opinions and their tastes. And I think it's safe to say that this isn't my cup of tea. (laughs) I understand the appeal and why it's very much adored. Yeah. But I watch anime to escape and to feel good. And this is... uh, this was such a mind trip. <laughs> it was. No, it really was. I, it's kind of funny because when I first watched it, right away I knew the song just because when people play and they use it for like their anime edits, I was like, dude, this is such a good song. And like shortly after, I went and watched the rom- romanized lyrics so I could sing along with it. I'm really bad at remembering song lyrics, but I was like, I have to know this one. And I definitely still appreciate the 90s anime quality you know it's like kind of grainy and kind of sketchy and I, I think I miss that and I was like I love 90s anime and I feel like they don't use a lot of like comedic relief I mean I still like comedic relief but I feel like this was like more serious I liked it too and I was very intrigued the first few episodes but after that I was I was kind of lost and you guys already know how I am I'm very like wait I wanted to pause it and to like analyze it but I felt if I did too, that I was just going to come into spoilers. Mm-hmm. And I already saw some spoilers. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't. So I tried to watch it all the way through and then ask my questions and like look them up later. Yeah. I felt like you already know me. When I watch anime, I don't tend to analyze things mm-hmm. that Ari does. I tend to just go with flow and just take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. With this anime, even like... Okay, I get it. Like, the first, like, more than half, like, three-fourths of the episode is very um, straightforward. Mm -hmm. It's a mecha anime. Mm -hmm. You know, you get to see them fight the angels. But later on, it really starts to dive really deep. Mm -hmm. The last two episodes was just anxiety-driven for me. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I couldn't. Like, I'm just like, what? What is this? Like, all the lighting effects. I... And it's going through a lot of deep, yeah. um, deep thoughts with Shinji and him trying to figure out things. But it's done in such a way where... It's not straightforward. Yeah, it's not straightforward. 
and cellular level was just really high. Yeah. It's not done in a way where it's very, you get it. You know, mm-hmm. it's very clean. There's yeah. so many stories going on, different perspective of each character as well. He's also trying to figure himself out. What does he want to do? And yeah. You, yeah, you know, you, you tend to ask yourself, what the hell did I just yeah. watch? I remember um, the last two episodes too. I was texting Eloise like in real time. And I was like, wait, what's, what's happening? And I kept asking all these questions. You know, it's like one of those animes where you wish you had someone next to you. Mm-hmm. So you could just like like look at each other like, hey, did you get that? Because I didn't get that. Like it was just so confusing. And then at the end I was like, was this all a dream? Like I was so confused. I was, yeah. And then we were watching videos like trying to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, what's really going on. And the comments are hilarious. Like one of them was, was like, I feel like I was tripping on LSD the last two episodes. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast I don't know if there should be a warning about that like mentioning LSD but you know like I kind of got like the whole like it just was a mind trip it really was confusing I even attempted to almost pause during the parts where the images are going so fast I was like what is that what is that I was like is that a naked body is that like I I was so confused I was like is did someone die like I was just lost it was it was too much for me towards the end and I had I really had high hopes for it but you know like you said I get it I, like, I, I get why people get so involved, but I feel like the more you research, the more you'll understand. But I also feel like it's one of those animes where you would have a guidebook with you in front of you or like cards or something to keep you like along with the story. You know how books do that? Mm-hmm. Books will sometimes have a pamphlet or have a map or like a guide, a list of characters, places. I feel like this would have done really well. Maybe they already have a box set like that. Maybe, like, maybe like the manga yeah. boxes box they do have that but it's yeah it was very hard to digest mm-hmm. and grasp especially like first time watching it this, this is not a gateway anime yeah, this is no. like no this is deep like i remember you're asking me like are you watching neon while you're working out because she knows i watch jujitsu kaisen when i work out but i was like no i was like eloise what are you talking about like, this is not something you you could work <laughs> out to and you really have to read it and like <laughs> yeah, you would probably work out and not feel yes. good after working out while you watched it you you could miss so many details in a couple of seconds i was like i cannot do that with jujitsu kaisen like i could watch at the same time but there isn't too much dialogue going on but this is also it's really dialogue heavy oh yeah that's but but i also enjoy that too because i took a lot of screenshots well the ones that i can while i was still like it didn't leave time for me to to feel like i could take notes at the same time i was very like i had to like really sit there and like look at the screen you know but when i did screenshot i was just like wow like these screenshots are a vibe that's what it felt like everything they're saying is very deep like i there's a few on here like if you guys ever go on our doki doki podcast we're gonna probably post a couple of their screenshots and again our podcast is doki doki dot podcast so go check those out um and then there's another point that i was gonna bring out i was telling eloise like about the whole name like because i was like what is this crazy freaking name come from like we were having trouble even pronouncing um ivan ivan evangelion you know so it's called um shinseki evangelion which translates to new century evangelion or new era evangelion and the term evangelion is in relation to the ancient greek term for good messenger or good news and the name was chosen in part for its religious symbolism as well as for the fact that hideaki Anno said he liked the word Evangelion because it sounded complicated. Like, you just picked it because it sounded complicated? Like, that's crazy because it just makes me, like, yeah, he knew what he was doing. He knew his anime was going to be super complicated. Like, it's like I feel like I don't have a good grasp 
Like, no matter how many times I watch it, and, you know, we watched those YouTube videos, and they were talking about, I watched this four times, I read the manga, I dive deep, and it's still, like, what just happened? Yeah, and if you're curious, and you're as confused as we are, go ahead, and on YouTube, just type in, um, you know, Evangelion, um, you know, explanation and there's this one that says explanation of Evangelion the lore of Japan's most brilliant sci-fi and that YouTube video really helped us mm -hmm. you know even on like the little details that we missed on the anime there's so much and you know had we not watched that YouTube video I mean we would we would not yeah. have like a better understanding of the anime and the thing is, you know, people mention like, oh, you have to watch this more than one time to actually, you know, mm -hmm. appreciate the yeah. anime for what it is. But for me, it's like, I don't think I want to watch it again. Yeah. Like maybe a like, couple I, years. Do I want to watch the last two episodes and have anxiety again? <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> like, do I want to watch the, the, the beginning of the end of Evangelion? Yeah. Like, Probably not. But you know what? This one, you... Okay, the anime mm -hmm. leaves off... Like, the series, right? It leaves you off in such utter confusion. Mm -hmm. And it's like a must that you do watch the movie right after it. Yeah. For you to... Yeah. Like, if you don't watch the movie, you're just like, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. You know, but the movie was a little weird, too. Like, when I went to the movies, it started with real life. And I was like, wait, why is, why is this real life? And then I had to, like, pause it. And I was like, am I watching the right movie? Mm -hmm. But then it was just like... It made you think it was live action. Yeah. And I was like, did they change to live action? And then they're like, it's all a dream. I thought it was going to start. It's all a dream. And it's someone in, like... They're going to show, like, someone, like, in a hospital bed. And someone's in a coma. And they're, they're dreaming yeah. this whole Evangelion world. I thought that was going to be, like, the twist. There are actually, like, Inception or something. Yes. I was like, what? But then it, all of a sudden it went... I think it was just, like, the um, the real-life part was, like, a studio's name. And then all of a sudden they went into the anime. And then the last 13 minutes in again, like, the last 13 minutes, it went back into real life again. Mm -hmm. But they showed the people in the theater. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait, what? What is going on? Like, this is really confusing. I think if, you know, yeah, it's, it's, again, <laughs> I think it's, it's pulling off in a way for you to understand that with what happened with the whole series, um, with, you know, us being made from Lilith mm -hmm. and the way that, sh how Shinji chose how, you know, Earth itself will be, mm -hmm. it's how that whole end, um, a movie ended with, you know, showing humans because this is how it is now yeah. after Shinji's decision. I see what you're saying. So it's like the aftermath of that. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So Shinji decided, um, to stop human instrumental, instrumentality. No. Instrumentation. Instrumentality. Instrumentality. So he, he rejected it, right? Yeah. He, so he stopped it and then, but he, him and Asuka, Asuka are alive but Everybody. they can choose, but they can choose to, right? They can choose to become individuals as they want to. No, they've already, Shinji has already chosen. So he just picked path. for them too? Yeah, he picked, he picked for everybody, but then everybody is now L, L LCL, LCL, which what, the, uh, you know, they call it. The tang, tang yeah, because it's like <laughs> orange goop. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really just uh, Shinji and Asuka. For and really? the rest of Earth will probably, you know, eventually... Oh, come back alive. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So he just kind of, like, reset them. Yeah, he reset it in a way, but, you know, where when it ends, yeah. you just see Earth, Earth yeah. having... But why did he pick everywhere. Asuka, though? 
Did he really like her? They have such a love I know. This is so confusing. I mean, I know there's, like, shippers out there where it's like, okay, just be together. You I know, but I'm just like... I don't ship anyone. Okay, the only... <laughs> I take it back. The only one I shipped was um, Misato. And Kag... Kag... Um, Kaji. Kaji, yeah. Kaji. Yeah, I dude, Kaji was cool. He was a cool character. Misato was a little twisted, but I, I kind of got where it came from. I mean, everybody has, like, their whole backstory, why they are the way they are. But Kaji, as a like, he was cool. He, he knew who he was. He still had a good grasp of who he was, even though he was, like, what, a double agent, triple agent, whatever he was. Quadruple agent. Yes, but he, he had a good stand on, like, I know... I know who I love, which is obviously Misato, even though he knew that she was conflicted. Mm-hmm. It's like, he loved her so much. He was so cheeky. I loved yeah. his quotes. I mean, we'll talk about that later. We yeah. have, like, screenshots. I'm like, wow, he's 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 smooth. He's, <laughs> he's just very relatable. I think mm-hmm. out of all the characters in Neon Genesis Evangelion, Kaji is the most relatable mm-hmm. character, which, who also reminds me of a character. Shiguri? Yeah. How did I know? Yeah, because he doesn't try. He, yeah. It, it, it's like, he, I am what I am. I'm not mm-hmm. ashamed. I'm not going to try to hide yes. it. I love who I love. Who For, you know, mm-hmm. even though this person might be, you know, you know twisted inside, yeah. you know? Yeah, she's a little... It's so crazy because Misato was the one that had had for me like you and I were talking about this earlier how she has the most profound quotes Mm -hmm. like she's really eloquent and the way she talks and she sounds she sounds wise like beyond her time you know like she feels like she's gone through a few things I mean I think she's 30 almost 30 yeah she's like 31 yeah well whatever how old she is but it's like she she understands these things but it's like she can't take her own advice but it's funny because like I was just like she takes on that motherly role for Shinji too, but at the same time, it's like you're damaged—not damaged goods, but you know she's she has things that she needs to work on. But it's like the whole concept and the themes in this in this anime—they're talking about being connected and putting your walls down so you could be vulnerable. And we always talk this in a lot of the podcasts, but I think that's what it's about. Like, it's really like deciding that you want to let down these walls so you can let people in and to feel love. But the thing is, with this anime, it's not. It's not put in a very light way. Yeah. It's put in a very disturbing way <laughs> yeah. where it's just a complete mind trip. And Misato is such a character. And without her, I feel like, you know, her comedy, her character, mm-hmm. how she she flowed with things. Without yeah. her, it would just be such a boring and, yeah. 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 I really liked her character. She's probably one mm-hmm. of my favorites here. Yeah. And, like, you were mentioning that, you know, she went through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she has so many good quotes, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that comes from because she experienced all these things, that's what makes her able to open up and speak about it. Yeah. But her thing is, like you said, she can't really take her own advice. Yeah, but it's also, like, the whole, I don't know who says it, but they call it the hedgehog dilemma. Mm -hmm. And she's saying that Shiji has, and the closer he gets to people, the more he hurts others. Yeah. I think it was Ritsuko. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that's true. But I think she's trying to teach him not to be a hedgehog. Yeah. You know, she's like, yeah, even though you feel this pain, you should feel it and, you know, deal with it. You know, and I was like, as it comes. And there's oh, there's so many quotes. I, there are. I feel like the one that I really connected mm-hmm. with was um, Misato. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really liked her. Like, just the way that she would try to bring Shinji back into, like, you know, bring him back grounded. Mm-hmm. I think she, even though she was messed up and we got to see her past yeah. and how she also would run away from things, we also got to see how 
how she's able to what do you call it be shinji's shoulder even mm-hmm. though shinji would push her away yeah because episode one starts off with the you can see how you know psychologically messed up shinji mm-hmm. is because yeah. of his dad you can already yeah. see their relationship is yeah. not very good and that goes for the rest of the characters mm-hmm. everyone's characters abandonment really, issues yeah abandonment yeah. issues parental mm-hmm. issues yes it's like, ugh, childhood trauma their, their parents really messed them up yeah and that's a good message because it's true mm-hmm. you know what you grow up with what you see with your parents mm-hmm. is what you're gonna remember for your life so it could either make you or break you yeah it makes you the person that you are now and you know even the littlest things that you might not think traumatize you mm-hmm. as an adult yeah when it comes to um being vulnerable that's when you t- start to realize oh i'm like this because this is what yeah. i saw yeah. back in my early yeah. age yeah, but it's, just, it's also the concept of creating boundaries. You know, there's this one quote that we were talking about. And, uh, well, we have a screenshot of it. I feel like when we get there, we would know. But um, uh, what was he talking about? A quote. No, what were you saying before that? Vulnerability issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trauma. So then Shinji, there's this, we have this screenshot of Shinji. And he's just like, yeah, in order to know myself, I have to interact with those around me. Mm-hmm. And then it also reminded me of the anime to your eternity and in, in the movie you guys watch it i think fushi F- fushi i think his name means mystery or something i forgot his name it's been a while he talks about how you know how fushi is he's like this little orb but he starts to become human like the more he interacts with other people and then you kind of decide who you want to be and i was like wow like that's a crazy concept like of loneliness you know and just like how do you overcome that it's pretty hard to overcome like i can't even imagine coming back like with his characters and how messed up and twisted mm-hmm. they are like how do you come back to being yeah. okay and the thing is you don't you know yeah it's crazy because you know he even says in this one point he's like in the beginning you know before like his character development he's like i don't mind being alone or with someone it's like you don't mind either way like it doesn't matter to you but i think slowly he starts to realize that he needs these connections yeah. But the thing with Shinji mm-hmm. is, you know, he, he has, he's such a lonely person, mm-hmm. right? And the abandonment issues with his dad, with him, he, the way for him to cope is to just go with the flow, let it be, and he's such a people pleaser, whatever people say, you know, mm-hmm. get, get on your zero one you know, get on your angel. Yeah, and he obeys. Remember when he was learning how to shoot the cannon? Yeah. He was, he like, was repeating so, it to yeah. himself. It, it's just very repetitive. And Ritsuka, I think she mentioned it to him that this is what makes him life easier, just following what people tell mm-hmm. him to do. Yes. He doesn't fight anything. He doesn't try to speak him what he feels. If he doesn't want to, he'll still do it just because he's told to. Yeah. See, but that's you, like, losing yourself, too. And, you know, that's where Misato comes in, and she's like, do what you want. It doesn't matter what other people say. And it's like you need to decide who you want to be for yourself. And I was just like, you know, that's great. I, I think that's another message that they're telling you. Because even at the end of the whole series, she was just like before, you know, before she dies, you know, he, she goes off and she's like, you decide. And she closes the elevator. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And like, then you see the whole place get blown mm-hmm. up. And like, oh, damn. I didn't think she was going to die. But then I was like, you know what? No, I killed it for myself. I knew she was going to die. I saw something. Oh, so you did. I saw that whole scene. I saw that whole scene and I saw like 
I think it was not even in the movie, but on the la- one of the last two episodes when he's you know there's there's clips going on on the screen. It shows her dead on the floor or something. Oh my gosh! Yeah, see, this is why I didn't want to look up anything. I didn't want to like. I knew once I started like even if I looked up one question, like I would find oh, something out because remember. So what did you find out when you said that you killed it for yourself? I don't know, no. Probably yeah. forgot it. Oh, that's good that you forgot Yeah, because I was like, no, buddy. He... I think you were looking up uh, a name? Asuka, Asuka's name and you, you you learned something about her or something. I don't remember now. Yeah. I think someone died. I knew someone died. I did that last time too, like with Demon Slayer. Everybody, everybody freaking died. Yeah, but, yeah, but I was just like, oh my gosh, I did it with Demon Slayer. I remember when I pulled up the names of list oh. and all of a sudden there's like crosses on their name. I was like, <gasps> I was like, I'm not. You found out who died. Yes, yeah, so I was like, and it was all like displayed super easy to see. Oh my! And then like now, like moving on from Shinji, you know, was Ray. So Ray's character was she. She was so confusing. I mean, I remember seeing her as a child. I thought like, oh, she's so cute. You know, like you already knew these characters in your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like I never watched it. You know, and they're talking about Ray and like you don't know. I think I watched this when I was little. I was like, what's wrong with her? Like I didn't understand. Not not that he's wrong with her, but she was just so like, is she real? Is she, she fake? Like- I thought she was a clone. Like yeah. it's just weird. But then. I love that Shinji starts to really care for her for who she is. And I think it's after her soul, a soul enters her body, right? Yeah. So whose soul is it, though? It was with Adam. So and then the, she- the third time that she dies, she was created with Adam. So she was pretty much Kaoru. Kaoru and her and um, were pretty much in sync. No, no, she, she, was, she was Lilith. She was Lilith at first, oh. but when she died the first, the the third time, they used to, Oh, well, yeah, I guess it was Lilith in the basement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, because in this time, it says Lilith, she's the one that's the fruit of knowledge yeah. versus Adam is the fruit of life. So now she had a soul, right? Yeah. And then I remember when... this whole time in the basement, people think <laughs> that it was, that Adam. was Adam. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh, so confusing. But then <laughs> you're talking about how Ray, how she's so like, She's like disconnected because she's she's not. Yeah. I don't even know what you would consider she's, her. She's an empty shell. Yes, basically. an empty shell. Yes, and then all of a sudden, she starts to realize that Shinji really cares about her. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. And he said smiling would be a good start. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well. And then in the end, it she chooses him instead of taking um, his dad's whatever he was trying to do. I don't know what he was trying he to do was with her. To become one with her <laughs> so that she can sing and be oh be a god the, yeah be one with uh, shinji's mom wait so okay because you know if you combine adam and lilith does that mean basically mean that in the end shinji became a god because no. he decided well, yeah yeah he became a god but that's exactly what his dad was trying to do his dad was trying to be the one who decides everything that's gonna uh, happen but since she left it up to shinji Rey, it rejected him yeah, she, wow. yeah it's crazy for me the 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 part where I realized that she actually starting to like Shinji mm-hmm. is when in the classroom mm-hmm. she was um, ringing. ringing the towel yeah. and later on she's like you remind me of like a mom figure yeah. right yeah like a mother like you have like a motherly warmth. yes that's when I thought that that she was the clone but she's not she's not so where did she pick up these motherly qualities she just, or you think she just did it and Shinji was like, oh, that was very, like, a compliment to her. Maybe it was a compliment to her because she's like, maybe she can't produce children. Yeah. And for him to say that was like, wow, like, I have my own personality and maybe that's something I want to do. Yeah. I want to be mother. I want to have an instinct. I want to be human. Yeah. I don't know. 
just felt like she had no human connection. Mm-hmm. There was no soul in her. Like I said, she was like an empty shell. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't relate with anyone. She could not connect with anyone. And she was always asking questions, but her questions always led to, like, it's pointless asking me these questions. It's pointless yeah. trying to care. It's pointless. Everything's pointless. There's no point to anything. Yeah, yeah. That's the kind of vibe that I got from her. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit that we exist. It doesn't matter in the end. There's no point to anything. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know what? For the longest time, I, for the longest time until we watched that YouTube video, mm-hmm. I thought that Shinji's dad and Rei mm-hmm. had some kind of relationship, yes. like a sexual relationship. Yeah. Because Mitsuko would like, she would question it, right? Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't know. It can't be. That can't be. But I think she was questioning Rei being connected with Shinji's mom. The yeah. same exact question that her mother would ask when she saw Ray. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, that that whole concept of her um, killing the first Ray. What's what's Doctor Akagi? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, whoa, wait, what just happened? Because when I first saw it, I thought that Ray had powers, and I thought she blew her out like, you know, because it happened so quick. And then when I finally saw it, I was like, oh no, she committed suicide. But then it was weird because when they show it, the blood splatters on the wall and like the outlines. So I was like. Did Ray like blast her to the yeah. wall? You know what? That's so crazy because I had a whole different interpretation <laughs> of, of that scene. Like I thought that you know she was strangling Ray, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't even think that Ray died. <laughs> I thought that um, Shinji's dad walked in, saw her strangling Ray, and then so she shot. She shot the doctor. Oh, he shot the doctor. That's it. I'm just like what. <laughs> Like, they, they just give, like, little hints, and then you're just like, that's it. It was vague. It was vague. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, for sure, somebody got shot, because I think you hear the gunshot, mm-hmm. you see the blood on the wall, but I think, it, yeah, that's the way it took it. We had a totally, like, I guess you take it for what it is, right? It's just like, yes. there's no um, exact line mm-hmm. where this is what happened. Yes. It's, like, it's up to your imagination mm-hmm. how you're going to take it so crazy but um ritsuka right Mm -hmm. yeah i can't believe that she had a a sexual relationship oh yeah and he was okay too you know that scene where she tries to confront him from um doing what he was doing with ray when he put adam's like embryo in ray trying to do connect with Mm -hmm. his wife and she confronts him and She's gonna like I don't know detonate something. Yeah, she was yeah. Gonna stop but then the computer, re- yeah, the computer rejected her. Yeah, and she's because like, he knew it coming. That's why. No, she says she says my um. I was like, oh, so you'd pick your lover over your daughter? Oh, so it's I was her like, mom. wait, what? So it's her mom's brain. Yeah. Well, I was like, whoa. What's that name? I, I mean, I was saying Magi, but it's Meiji. Meiji. That's mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the program that her mom created. Yeah, yeah. So the three based, supercomputers. Yeah. yeah. So it's based as her being a mother. Her being a scientist and a woman. And her being a woman. So, man, her old mom read. I know. Her. See, another parental thing. Yeah, all this abandonment issues. That's why people need therapy. Everybody needs therapy for what their parents had done. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Don't, <laughs> just don't watch Neon Genesis if you're going through something. Didn't we read earlier oh, yes. that like, I just wanted to watch two, two robots fight. fighting, but then I left with depression? <laughs> I was like, wow. It really does do tricks in your mind. Like, 
Yeah. Oh, let's... Do you want to talk about memorable scenes? Yeah, let's do Okay, that. so I loved this scene. It was in the beginning when Shinji um, finally goes to live with Misato, and he says, I'm home. Oh, and then yeah. she says, welcome back. Yeah. Like, it's like, finally, yes. he's accepting that that's his home. Right? Yeah, and it's crazy because he was living with a teacher. Mm-hmm. I was like, how did that even work? Hey, you're going to go live with your teacher. And I hated those scenes that they showed him when he was a kid. And he was just like, don't, like, I don't even know what he's saying. He's just crying, right? He's like rubbing his face. Does he say, don't leave? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Yeah, but I was like, that's so sad. Because I, I can only imagine how that feels as a child. Like, you're just like, why are you leaving me? Like, you're my dad. That's why he got so messed up. Yes, but, you know, the the dad says that he, 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 what does he say? He says, I knew I would have been bad for him. Yeah, but then he never shows Shinji that side. The way, the way that he made Shinji understand is that I abandoned you Mm -hmm. before because I didn't need you, Mm -hmm. but you're here now because now you have a purpose. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of thing that would get Shinji. It's like, oh, now you need me all of a sudden, you know. It's like one of those things that are left unsaid and people regret it. I think that's why when people, you know, like, they're on their deathbed, they're very, I need to talk to you, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean that, and it's, it's like, why, why couldn't people be honest when they're, like, you know, honest and vulnerable, like, when they're alive and confronting things, and that's, like, one of the other concepts of, like, Shinji running away, always running away, not dealing with anything, and by running away, you can never be close to anyone. The thing with his dad, too, that made him like that is because he, he lost um, his, his mom, mom. Y- yeah, Yui. And he, Yui didn't tell him anything yeah. about her plans, which, you know, he was completely heartbroken and he became completely obsessed with getting her back, mm-hmm. even if it's in a way where it's not even physical contact. Yeah. Just to have, you yeah. know, have her back in a way, it, it drove him nuts. And, you know, mm-hmm. that completely blocked him from having any affection to Shinji mm-hmm. being able to be a parent to him. If anything, he was more of a parent to Rei, yeah. which is why Shinji didn't really... I don't think that Shinji really liked Rei at first because... He, he was jealous. He, yeah, because he would see him smiling with Rei. Yeah. But then with Shinji, it's completely cold. Mm-hmm. There's no ounce of affection yeah. for him. Oh, yeah. And then remember when he was like hanging on to um, what his dad said, he's like, good job. He's like, oh, I'm being praised by him. But then remember, like, in the last um, episodes, I think the last episode, um, we were talking about how having your own value and that's that's something you could only give to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's I, I I was telling Eloise, I was like, this is why it's so important, like, for a child to learn about their own self-worth. And they have to have their own, like, intrinsic motivators. Like, like I need to do this because it's better for me. Like, I, I think a lot of people miss that mark. I mean, it's, I'm not saying I have it either, you know, but you need that. You need to be your own cheerleader sometimes. And the thing is, when you're young, it's so hard to see the bigger picture. Yeah. Whatever is happening to you then just seems so big that you can't get your mind off it. Mm-hmm. But when you look back now, you're just like, wow, that was like, that was a scratch. Yeah. And yeah. at the time you were like, Oh my god, it's so fatal. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it's so fatal, I could die. It hurts. We're just like, what the hell? That's like a paper cut. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I think your mind as a, as a young person just... Amplifies everything. Yeah, it's so crazy. When I think of those moments, I think of my high school years. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. 
And it's like, wow, high school was like not even a big deal. <laughs> like it's so, it's so long ago. Yeah, it's, like, it's something that you remember, but it's so insignificant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not even a huge part of your, I mean, for some reason. Yeah, for, no, for, for, for some, people, yeah. Yeah, I get it. For some people that have their shit made up and it's like, you know, those people that go to high school, go to college right mm-hmm. away, they know exactly what the hell they want to do yeah. with their life. It works for them. But for other people, like, I'm going to speak for myself. I wasn't like that. You me know, either, it took yeah. me a while to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Now that I look at it, you know, completely being lost and, you know, you have this kind of pressure too. That you have to have things made up. You have to try to find out what college you want to go to. Yeah. What you want to do. It's like, no, it doesn't work for everybody. It's just a system telling you what to do. Yeah. Which brings up what Asuka said, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not Asuka. Rutska. Uh, no. Doesn't she talk about grades or oh, something? Oh, yeah. She says that too. So she says, uh, this is what she said. She said, a system penalizes errors instead of rewarding brains is so unenlightened. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, wow, she was super smart because it's, it's true. Like, all people point out is your flaws and things that you do wrong, you know, instead of you and your journey and trying to figure it out. I was like, no one, no one, like, congratulates, you know, what you go through. Like, it's just like, oh, did you get to the end, though? Mm-hmm. It's like, but no, but it's not like that. It's, yeah. it's what you're going through and how you conquered it and your mentality and the resilience you put through for you to get there. And once you get there, it's not like you just stop right there. It's like what was said earlier. You, yes, that's what life is all about. That's what they say. They say, there's another scene in the bar. There's just so many good quotes from this from this anime. And um, Misato says to Kaji, he's like, sure, I've changed. As they say, to live is to change. Or did Kaji say that? I don't know who said it, but it's in one of the screenshots that we have. And then another one that I was thinking of when you're talking about how we're all pressured to do something. And then there's this other scene where Misato is like, everyone's anxious to get hitched before the big 3-0 hits. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, because it's so true. It's like during this time and age, I feel like people think by the time you're 30, you should already have five kids. You know, like, you, like not even five kids, maybe like three, you know, but it's just like. And it's like when I was younger, I was like, yeah, by the time I'm 25, I want two kids. I'm going to be, you know, working here. And it's like, oh, that's that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just, yeah. It, the crazy thing is that this is an anime in the 90s. But mm-hmm. these things are so relevant. It aged well. Age. Yes. Yeah. It's so much pressure that society puts in you. Mm-hmm. It's not just society. It's just everyone around you. It's like if you don't have the right guidance, if you don't have the right person to ask the questions, you're just going to be completely lost. Mm-hmm. And that's with everyone's life. It's so relatable. The only thing that, you know, this anime does is emphasize it and puts it in the most difficult way that you could possibly <laughs> understand. Yeah. yeah. It's like they want you to keep coming back so that you can just keep analyzing it and, like, analyzing your own life at the yeah. same time. And the one person in this anime who I mentioned earlier that was completely um, relatable was Kaji. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's the only one that didn't didn't put so much input on things that everybody was making seem so complicated. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where the Eva, Eva's and the angels are fighting and mm-hmm. he's out there watering his yes. watermelon. And I'm like, wow, this dude's super chill. I really liked him. He, he has a few memorable scenes too. I think I remember watching, I was like, wow, what a cheeky little bastard. You know, he, he, 
when they first bring him on scene, they're like having dinner on the boat mm-hmm. and he's like playing footsies with Misato. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, she used to flop around in her sleep. She still do that. So he's implying, you know, yeah. they've been in bed together. I was like, ooh, like, and there's another part. He's like, um, I forgot what they're doing. I think she's changing, but he's like, it's nothing I haven't seen before. I was like, oh my God. And then another scene, that whole, when he's watering his, his watermelons mm-hmm. And um, Shinji Shinji decided he didn't want to pilot anymore. And he's sitting there. And he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And there's like a whole fight scene happening yeah. in front of him. And then he says, oh, you know, I would rather die between Misato's breasts for here I am. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it's so funny that it's watermelons, too. Yeah. <laughs> there's another scene where he, he makes out with Misato in the elevator. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my heart was beating so fast. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> spicy right That's, and yeah. the thing is it's like you know that misato has such a wall yes with but with that moment you can totally see the feminine side that you never see her show anybody else yeah like she knows she looks good you yeah know? she knows she she has it you yeah. know everybody looks at her and mm-hmm. in complete awe yes she knows that but you never see her in a way where she was acting towards Kaji. Yeah. Yeah. This other scene where she gets drunk and they're walking home. Oh, yeah. And she finally explains to him what happened. Eight years ago, yeah. And, yeah, and then they pretty much get back together after that. Yeah, yeah, with her little rendezvous. Yeah. I was like, oh, my. But, you know, Misato's character, we didn't even talk about her. Her character, she... I mean, yeah, we talked about her a little bit, but at the same time, I she's such a sexual being. And, you know, they're saying there's this part where she's kind of going through her mind, too. And it's like, did you even really love him? And she's like, yeah, I loved him. And she's trying to, like, justify herself. And she's sleeping around with people. I'm sure, like... Did she sleep around with people? I don't think I, she was... I thought she was just sleeping with him. She was just sleeping no, with him. No, I think she was using other people. No. Where did you get that? I didn't get that. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need to look this up. I feel like she... I feel like... Not that it shows it, but I feel like it was implying that she sleeps around to get what she wants. Oh, really? Like, uses her body. I thought that she was doing that for Kaji because there was a... Litsuko was saying how... Oh, remember that one time that for a whole week you didn't leave the apartment? Oh, yeah, yeah, you stayed in bed. doing it? Yeah. Okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm just... Maybe I just got that vibe that she sleeps around. But she doesn't feel... But, like, as if she didn't care. Okay. But then... Because I think what also I think is because how she was going to offer her body to Shinji. So I feel like, oh, that came really, like, easy to her. Yeah, but see, this thing, <laughs> right, that part, mm-hmm. I did research on it. Yeah. And people were saying that, you know, she didn't actually mean that she was going to sleep with him. It was, like, the only way that she could think of comforting him at the moment where it's kind of, like, look forward to something, right? Because yeah. Because she, she was, she tends to tease Shinji. Yeah, but that's she, true. she knew that she was going to die because... Dude, she got shot. Dude, yeah, that was she that was knew, pretty sad. Yeah, she died right after, and I think it was just for her to comfort him in any way possible. Maybe she wouldn't have slept with him. Maybe she would just hugged him. But then the way he reacted made me think she tried it before. Uh, I didn't get that. Really? I felt like she's done it because all those scenes, right? Where he's like, "Oh, I see Misato as a woman," and then you know when they would show the fan scene, like the fan, and then she'd be like. I don't know what it was. Okay, you know, I'm just really confused. Has has he seen her having sex with Kaji? Yes, but it wasn't until the whole mind trip started happening in the last episode because it showed her 
doing it for the first time and i remember there was a scene where she's like no don't show him that i don't want him no to but there was that. a scene before that where they showed the fan before and that's why i was like did she like show her body off to shinji before i didn't get that far i didn't interpret it in that way yeah. wow we totally have a whole i know like, idea of this woman i mean but i still thought she was cool but yeah i totally didn't get those parts like yeah, we're looking it up right now. Oh my gosh, I know. I'm so good. Oh my gosh, there's so many things like on Reddit. Was Misato a pedophile? And then what does she mean about we'll do it later? Like I think people just took that to Yeah. Her. Like I I don't know. I really like her and I don't want to think that way towards her. <laughs> so I agree with the um comment that I read that, you know, it's just a way for her to comfort yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> this is going deep see this is what i mean this this whole anime is just like crazy everybody's like thinking in different ways yeah and it's like i get that they interviewed some of like the director right for some things but some things weren't answered and it's just like we just keep going round and round yeah yeah it's just yeah i'm so surprised that we we have a whole different you know, yeah. yeah, idea of Misato and how she did things. I never thought that she was like could be a pedophile. No, I read that. I didn't. I didn't think she was. A yeah, but, yeah. What I'm saying with that, I just, I never, I, I can't agree with that yeah. comment there. Yeah, I, I don't feel know. Like she did a good job parenting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not, okay, not entirely a good job, but for for the first couple episodes yeah right, until mm -hmm. shit went down yeah because even shinji remember that comment where he was in his eva mm -hmm. and she he was synchronizing so good that mm -hmm. she was saying oh good job yeah like, he took that to heart Aww. and this is the only time where shinji appreciated mm -hmm. um such a compliment from a woman yeah because later on, we see Kaoru yeah. and his relationship with Shinji and how Shinji was able to completely open up yeah. without any walls. And you yeah. even questioned, yeah, like, like is wait, this, are is, they? <laughs> are they going to do it? Yeah, I was like, oh. It's very intimate. I was like, interesting. Yeah, it's the first time that we see Shinji like that. Yeah, but you were saying it was kind of like, um, it stems from his, his, like, lack of relationship with his yeah, father. So he feels close. Issues. Yeah, he feels close to another man. Like, it doesn't even mean that it's it's sexual. It's just another, you know, you kind of have this affinity with your own, like, sex, you know. Like, yeah. like girl, you know, girl, boy power, whatever, you know. Yeah. So I just feel like he connects it on a different level because he can't really talk to anybody else. Yeah, I felt like he rejected all intimacy yeah. with women. I mean, the closest one that could get to that kind of intimacy, not even in a sexual way, would be Misato. Mm -hmm. And she knew that, you know, he was rejecting her because he just always wants to run away. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so different to see him. Like, his eyes were glittering and everything. Yeah, and he's blushing. There's a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can, I, now that I think about it, I can see why you think, like, oh, he, has such a, he now has a love interest. Like, <laughs> yeah. Move out of the way, Asuka. Like, she doesn't need you anymore. He found Kaoru. No love and, triangles and, here. Yeah, yeah no one's got to go this time. <laughs> but the thing is, he ex... Oh, no. The, okay, this is the crazy part, <laughs> is that when everything's going on, mm -hmm. and Ray's finally, you know, she's like a big creature, right? <laughs> yeah. Freaking, 
Shinji rejected her and it turns into Kaoru. I know. And then he accepts it. Yeah. He's just like, oh. Yeah, but it totally messed him up killing yes. Kaoru. It did. But then they're saying that they're glad the um, Zili. Zilia. Yeah, they were glad it happened because it still affected like the whole third impact. Yeah. They were pretty much getting what they wanted. Mm hmm. Because they knew that. Yeah, like, Kaoru going to Nerve is all planned out because they needed, they needed, what's the name, Shinji to kill one of the, the last angel mm, pretty much to yeah. be able to yeah. start what they had planned for all these years. And then the whole ending, okay, so he picked Ask Asuka, Asuka. Mm-hmm. yeah, and... I <laughs> I thought that sh- he killed her for sure. I thought she was dead, but apparently not. What do you mean he killed her? He didn't kill her. Yeah, I know, but the oh. whole time I thought that he... Uh, dude, she looks so dead. I yeah. could not tell the difference I between know. her. I thought when... It said disgusting, right? Yeah. I thought he said that. Oh, no, she did. Right? <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah. she said it, yeah. yeah she's alive. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently they're just... Their love and hate relationship will yeah, continue. Yeah, that's on. what I was like. <laughs> oh my god! But you, they're so twisted. I love that scene too when they had to like synchronize themselves oh, yeah. and they were like wearing matching outfits. Yeah, I think that was the only kind of like light-hearted scene. Yeah. Oh, and the other scene where she, um, she wears the thermal suit. Oh, the heat anti. Yeah, she wears but um, Violet from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh my gosh, it was so and it was cute for though. the heat, right? Yes, yes, and then like. All his friends are like making fun of him, like, "Oh, why are you guys in matching outfits yeah. again?" And he had boobs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? I didn't like Asuka. She was my least favorite character mm-hmm. in this series. I just she was completely obnoxious. She, she was. Spoiled. I just. She just I, thought so highly of yeah, herself. She was get over yourself. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like. And she's trying to sleep with Kaji, girl. You're freaking fourteen. Kaji is freaking in love with Misato. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm gonna change the subject. Yeah. Because I just remembered Kaji's death scene. Oh yeah. But he took he took it like a champ. I mean, how can he take death like a champ? Yeah. He did. It was just really smooth, like the way it was in the elevator, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like going down and like all the shadow work or whatever, and he's smoking. Yeah, and he's he, and he says, oh, "What took you so long?" Or what did he? He says something like that. I was like, "Wow." You know who reminded at uh, that scene? He reminded me of Spike. Oh, Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop! Yeah, like that whole persona. <gasps> oh yeah. yeah. Ooh, you know what? I watch Cowboy Bebop again. Yeah. We should maybe we should do a podcast on Cowboy yeah. Bebop. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. I really thought that. Misato had killed him. I thought it was Mis. I was thinking that the possibility because mm. it started to show how twisted her her background was and how yeah. she was and it. You know, she couldn't even talk. Mm-hmm. She didn't eat. She was in a room. Yeah. And I just thought that oh my god, like she broke. Yeah. She broke and she she killed Kaji. Yeah. But <laughs> then again, it showed her back in her apartment. Yeah. And she had a voice message. And yes, that way, pill. Yeah. And the way when um, 
Kaji left a message saying, like, if, you know, you get to this, I probably won't be yeah. with you. But if I am, then I'm going to say something mm. that I should have said eight years yeah. ago. Um, and she just broke down crying. So at that moment, I was like, no, it can't be her. She's not complete. She didn't break. She, yeah. You know, it, it can't be her that killed him. That it's probably, um, I was talking to a coworker about it. And he was <laughs> saying it, it probably Shinji's dad. Or Zili. Uh, oh, yeah, they didn't show who it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's such a mystery that, yeah. I didn't even think crazy. of that. I just, all I kept thinking is, like, he's dead. How sad. Yeah. I was just like, who the hell killed him? Yeah. Because um, the second-in-command for Nerve, mm-hmm. the one that was in love with Shinji's mom as well. Professor Fuyuts, whatever his name is, yeah. yeah. He, I had a feeling, because he was there with, with um, Kaji. Mm-hmm. I thought it was him. Yeah. That was a possibility. Ooh, but did yeah, you look it up? True. No, I didn't um, look it up. I mean, they, actually, yeah, I did, but it never really said. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, never yeah. concrete on who killed Kaji, mm-hmm. but he still was very, very cool to the end. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Aww. That's cute. Oh, another memorable scene? When Asuka and Shinji kiss or she's like come on let's just kiss and i was like wow what kind of first kiss is this like i was, I was like you know it just proves i don't think she's ever kissed anyone either yeah. and the way she like pinches his nose what does she say to him like don't breathe yeah. or you're no your your breath is getting on me or something i was like Ooh, he's you think so lowly of him that his breath can't even like oh, who are you she was completely degrading yes. and that's why i didn't like her yeah. personality like you yeah. know like you know that she there's it, sh- it hints that she likes him, mm-hmm. but it's the way that she degrades, you know, she even degrades Ray towards the end, mm-hmm. right? And I just can't, I can't deal with her and how, she's pretty much a bully. Okay, another memorable scene is Toji becoming the third pilot. Is he the third children? No, he's the fourth. The fourth, Yeah. Yo, because I was thinking after Eva, zero, zero, and zero, one. But yeah, dude, his his scene was crazy. I I felt so bad for him because at the end, I was telling Eloise, like, did you see when he was in the hospital um, bed that he lost his leg? Like, that's so crazy because I don't, but why did his thing go berserk? He just wasn't compatible? He wasn't sinking. That's so crazy. He wasn't sinking and yeah i think he just went went nuts he's just not mentally capable of handling things which means that there must have been so much shit that he's going on going on his, his mm-hmm. mind yeah and the anime doesn't even show that much of toji right yeah they show him as like a very comedic doesn't take things seriously yeah until you see you know the only thing that he takes seriously is his sister yeah, yeah. but what's so crazy too is when you look up, you know, Ivan Galeon, there's, like, pictures, and he's, like, on there. Mm-hmm. So just, and he's even in the intro, you know, the intro, like, I always look at the intro and, like, dissect it the first few times, and, like, the people that were actually in it, but they didn't really play big, big roles, yeah. but they were there. Like, kind of the other friend, too, the, um, Ida? Yeah. Yeah, the he's... One that really wanted to yes! Uh, they were kind of, like, at the end, they were just gone. Yeah, they just saw the spirit. I mean, at the end, they just turned into Tang. Yeah. <laughs> But I think they mentioned it briefly. We're like, yeah, they had to move away after something happened. I think on the video that we watched too, it mentioned the possibility of Toji's mom being 
you know one, the soul the soul yeah his um what, yeah, well, yes, and then that video we watched too, yeah. they're talking about how his whole class, they don't have mothers, because yeah. they're all, like, pilots. Mm-hmm. I was like, so they all don't have mothers, so they all injected their mother's souls into yeah, all of these, like, we what? like, they were just all experiments. Yeah. And oh, the, man. the one that was really choosing who would be the next pilot, mm-hmm. pilot would be Ritsuka. Yeah. It's like they kept him. They kept him in the dark so much. Like yeah. especially with Toji, I felt like he should have known. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, Misato should have told him, and she took that right like away from him. It kind of made me mad. Yeah, that's the only thing where you start to see a fallout be- with Shinji and Misato, mm-hmm. right? She didn't know how to start, how to tell him things. Yeah, but it's like okay, the yeah, whole communication yeah. Issue. It's like okay, yeah, you may not know how, but you try. <laughs> like not just like be you know, quiet about it because I think it would have prevented a lot of things, honestly. Yeah. Because when he, he broke after he saw um, Toji being yeah the Eka. Yeah. And it's like, he was, he, I mean, he lost complete control. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, he even said that thing. He's like, I have blah, blah, blah minutes left. I could destroy everything. I'm yeah, like, he was just like, I'm done. Complete destruction. Mm-hmm. He was so mad at his dad because he just wanted to stop. He, whoever it was, you know, writing the Ava, mm-hmm. he didn't not want to hurt anybody. But yeah. you know, his dad and let's go see everybody pretty much dispensable. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, anybody could be a pilot at this point. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you kill this person. But to him, it's like there's a human in there. There's yeah. a person in there. Yeah. And it's crazy when he complete um Shinji completely lost control over his Ava because his Ava started eating Toji. Yes. And I'm just like, oh my God, this totally reminds me of Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah. It's like having too much power. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really too because later on we learn that, you know, this uh, the Avas that are completely, I guess, doesn't need any cord, right? Oh, yeah, the S2s. The mm-hmm. S2s. For them, they don't need to eat. Yeah. yeah. So, so what are the Avas eating? I don't know. Yeah, I was like, wait, wait. They always mention the smell of blood inside. <gasps> yeah. When things are going down, they're like, that's good i didn't notice that yeah it's like the smell of blood like i can mm-hmm. still smell the, the smell of blood yeah like so i'm just like okay because i don't know yeah i'm thinking it's yeah just, that's and, crazy mom is running right <laughs> yeah it's crazy let's see well another scene i i remember this one um after i think it's after that scene when he um told you gets hurt and he's starting to like really self-reflect and he says, he says to his younger self, he says, believe in yourself for who you are. Otherwise you won't be able to go on. And I was like, yeah, more words to live by. Like, you know, just believing in yourself, blah, blah, blah. And then here's another one where Misato was saying, you can't reject your past or who you, who you were. What you need to do is think hard about what you want to become and choose for yourself. And I was like, yeah, like, Shinji had to decide whether or not he still wanted to live on as a human. And in the end, he did, but with Asuka. Like, yeah. <laughs> with a person he hates and loves. So Ray just dies too, right? Yeah. Ray just dies? Yeah, she dies. She becomes that... Um, Kool-Aid too? Kool-Aid? <laughs> Tang? No, I don't think she becomes Tang, but she lost herself to, you know... The universe? Starting the whole... 
plan yeah. that Zeely had. But you know what they were saying, though, that the, the movie also ended on a good note. Um, they were talking about how paradise could be found anywhere. That's, you, that's like you have to make a choice in your life, yeah. right? To what kind of life you want to live. Like as long as you're living, you know, it can be great. But you need to make changes. I was like, mm. no. When you said that, <laughs> all I pictured is just that uh, freaking Shinji choking Asuka and how the entire earth just looked completely dark and orange. And <laughs> the face of freaking Rei is like half bare, creepily staring at you and i'm just like i don't know what i would call that paradise <laughs> no but i mean I, okay let's not say paradise but i think an opportunity to like learn and well you know to learn and grow like yeah. even shinji says for me to find myself i have to interact with lots of different people mm-hmm. to find out like who he is and whatnot and then yeah even, but there's nobody to interact that's with that's true just ask her just ask her but and you know what the, but, the last thing she says when the anime is disgusting but you know they're in that article we read they said that people are going to come back sooner or later yeah so maybe he'll have a better mindset they'd be dead by then maybe they'd meet the children maybe i I don't know i don't want to die with these people (laughs) you already have i'm not sure i mean because towards the end you see the people you see society as it is now with people walking around oh yeah i forgot yeah that's true so completely connected with everything Mm mm-hmm Right, and then uh, uh, another scene, you know, in Kaji's watermelon garden, <laughs> when he tells Shinji, he's like, but listen, people who know what pain is are kinder to others because of it. Mm-hmm. And that's not the same thing as being weak. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's really, like, beautiful. Like, what he said is, you know, despite the pain that people have or whatever, it's like because they went through this, they're practicing empathy mm-hmm. and they know how to, like, treat others and how it feels to be hurt. I think that strongly reminds me of Misato because she's able to deal Mm -hmm. with Shinji because she went through stuff. She might not act on her own words or advice, but she's able to give him the right words and advice. Yeah, you know, Misato and Kaji actually had the best quotes, I think, to me. Yeah. Yeah, because he even says something to Shinji, you know, when um, Kaji's sleeping over while Misato's gone. Mm -hmm. And he, he was, well, I don't know what he was asking about. Do you remember what he was talking about? No, no but okay, I screenshot this too, and he says, nobody can ever completely understand another person. He's like, good luck even understanding yourself. I was like, damn, that is so true. And it's, there's, there's just so much that you don't even know about yourself, but like, it also reminds me of how people try to nitpick others and judge others. That's a thing too. It's like, I think in our daily lives, mm-hmm. and, you know, in, in real life, not in anime, it's, there's always people that will bring you down, mm-hmm. right? And it's always the miserable people that want you to feel yes. at the same... They want to bring you down the same level that they are. Yeah. Like, you'll never hear from a happy person negative things mm-hmm. when you're, you know, you're looking for advice. Mm-hmm. It's always the ones that are miserable. Yeah, so it's a misery, misery loves company. Yeah. And then, like, in another scene, too, you know, when... I don't know, this scene was really confusing to me. It's when all the three girls just keep switching out. And they're, like, naked. It's very sexual. Yeah, I was like, what was going on here? <laughs> Whatever. But Ray, as as her, not her dream self, as Shinji's dream, she said, people who hate themselves can never be capable of loving or trusting others. 
And I was like, dang, that is so true. I think this whole movie, too, is a little bit of, like, self-love. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, self-love and self-realization. Mm-hmm. Self-worth. Self-everything. Yeah. You know what a scene that just popped into my mind right now is when Shinji is, like, imagining the kind of reality that he wants. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think this is in the movie. I think this is still in the the series. Mm-hmm. And it shows Rei in a completely different um vibe like she's talking she's happy oh yes i thought that i that would have been a good ending remember i was like oh so it was a dream he actually is and and asuka was his child's best friend Mm -hmm. yeah that was a beautiful scene yeah and then you realize it's not yeah Yeah. but why wait why didn't he pick that oh no this is where it got confusing i was also like okay are we time are we timeline yeah i was like no 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 not another time travel thing those confused imagine on top of everything that's going on time travel (laughs) (laughs) at the very last episode like shinji picked a different path oh wait he's traveling 100 different ones at the same time like like, ah. but we also did watch the movie we watched the end of evangelion Mm -hmm. and that's where they explain karu Mm -hmm. more so karu is Adam. Adam, yeah. And Ray is Lilith. Lilith. Wait. Adam, Eve. Wait. No, why is it Lilith? Eve. Why does it say Adam and Eve in? Huh? Wait, I'm confused now. I don't see they say Adam and Eve. It's no, Adam no, you know, like, but I'm saying like biblically, like. Oh. I just realized how weird that was. Maybe I, I don't really know the Bible well, but I always thought it was Adam and Eve that create the world. Yeah, but I don't think that they're referring uh, to. Oh, the okay. Bible. I think they're just referring to. Isn't Lilith a part of... Lilith is part of the Bible. I have no idea. Oh my gosh, that's weird. I didn't even... That's another thing. Like, maybe there's something that they're implying, but we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time I heard a term (laughs) Lilith. I don't know. This is how... I just revealed how religious I am in the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) But Kaoru says this thing to Shinji, too. In the movie, he says, you reject the world before it can hurt you. Mm -hmm. And it's all, like... Just the whole concept, again, of just not being vulnerable and you don't want to get hurt, so you'd rather just... You put up a wall. Mm-hmm. And that's the easiest thing to do, you know? Yeah. You have nothing to lose if you don't let anybody in. Mm-hmm. You know, you're completely protecting yourself, but then in the end, you're all alone. You know, watching this anime, there's so many questions, right? I feel like we've been answering questions Yeah, back and, and forth. Off. Like, it's... Yeah, it, if you don't have anyone to talk to with this anime, I cannot imagine how, like, how you can recover. Like, I'm so happy <laughs> yeah. that Aubrey's here yeah. with me, and we're both, like, you know, figuring things mm-hmm. out. And one of the questions that we had was, like, nakedness. You know, there's so many naked scenes in this yeah. anime. I was like, but for me, I felt like, okay, yes, yes, some of it was sexual, like, not gonna lie, I know that they're implying certain things, but also at the same time, not romantically, but I think nakedness as in being vulnerable, mm-hmm. I think a lot of that had to do with that, but I don't know, a lot of people are saying other things, yeah, but I, I, like you're saying, like, you know, just like, um, um, with Ritska, you know how they're saying that she was, she was raped, mm-hmm. but they're saying it's not, it's her being degraded, um, and that was her degradation, that's her not naked. yes and i was like okay but why does shinji always imagine them naked though is it because well, i think shinji's just young and he, yeah he's 14 years old what do you expect from a 14 years old yeah like, but but not okay not even okay not even that okay at the end too when he's vulnerable and he's being with ray mm-hmm. and he decides he's laying on her lap but they're both naked mm-hmm. and then it's just like so many things and then um 
when Ray is like sitting on top of him too, they're both naked and they, they show the, like their tummies. I was like, okay, it looks like they're connected, you yeah, know? Connected. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she rejected the dad, but here she is on top of Shinji. But I was like, was it sexual? But I don't know. Like, or was it more like bonding? You know what I mean? Like, the whole. I think it's both. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay. Yeah, it totally looked very sexual. Like, uh, I'm not going to lie. It seemed like they did it. But that they were, like, well, morphing. Because her arm was through him. So I was like, are they not even, like... Yeah. <laughs> are they actual projections there? <laughs> they might be both. They're just bonding in a whole different level that we can't grasp and understand. Because that's what this anime is. <laughs> so goofy. But when we talk about nakedness, you know how... You talked about vulnerability, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Have you ever had those dreams where you're naked? No, I've never no. had dreams like that. Oh, I know what you're talking. In movies, they always portray this. I okay, yeah, I have. I guess I have vulnerability issues <laughs> because I have those dreams where it it would be random. It could be like, you know, I'm just I don't have a shirt and I'm out in public and I don't know who these people are and I'm just covering myself, meaning I'm not ready to be vulnerable and I'm rejecting the fact of vulnerability. And everybody around me is completely normal. They're doing mm-hmm. everything things. And Do I'm they just, notice you? They don't notice it. Oh. I'm the only one aware yeah. that I'm, I need to cover up. And I'm finding things to cover up, whether it's, yeah. you know, a piece of fabric or it's my hand. Yeah. And I'm completely naked. And this, this, is, this happens with strangers in my dreams yeah. that I don't even know. Or it could be in, you know, different settings in my life. Mm-hmm. But either way, I'm always you know, finding myself completely surprised, like, what the hell, like, why am I naked, and why is everybody just, everybody's just normal, they don't even look at you, they don't even, it, to, I felt like I was, my nakedness didn't bother them, mm-hmm. I felt like they were seeing me with clothes, but I'm seeing myself without clothes, Yeah. therefore I'm covering up. So maybe you're thinking too much, or you're... Yeah, I think I'm thinking too much, or I'm not just not letting, ready to let go mm-hmm. of this wall that I've built with yeah. the people around me, whether who it is, or wow. what's causing it, like, you know, a subco- in your subconscious, you, you know, you're thinking about these things, but you're not really aware yeah. of it until you dream it. But yeah, I've had several dreams That's like that. That's crazy. I mean, I love interpreting dreams. I even have like a dream book. As soon yeah, as I look at it, I'm like... It's funny because we, well, you have a couple of dreams books. Yeah. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah. And one of them I also have. <laughs> <laughs> but it just feels like it's a way of analyzing yourself. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. But it's like, you know, you must be thinking about it in some way or yeah. form. It's, it's in your mind. Like yeah. even your subconscious, you're... It's just you're thinking about these things. Yeah, it's just always in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. And this is the same thing when I mentioned, you know, childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. I mean, childhood trauma can, you know, it doesn't have to be a big thing for it to mess you up. It could be the littlest things. Yeah. But like I said, you know, I, I, I'm going to admit it. I have vulnerability issues. Yeah. Because it shows in my dreams. Yeah. Like, I might not show it in my everyday life, mm-hmm. but it's always there, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that I'm, I mean, most of the time I have my guard up. And, you know, it's completely normal. Yeah. I think everybody, everybody has some t- kind of vulnerability yeah. issues. And it's shit that goes down in your life. Mm-hmm. It's like from the moment you're born to now, however old you are, mm-hmm. it's the little things that can happen in your life that can alter how you want to let people into your life. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy though? It's like by watching this anime too it led you back to that yeah so it's by you exploring different things yeah. and like you know like us anime right now mm-hmm. like you're exploring all these concepts and how they relate to you mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy it's so crazy 
it's just different levels mm-hmm. that everybody is has their own level of you know problems this anime really goes through just mental issues mm-hmm. you know it doesn't mean that you're crazy yeah just, you know, mental issues could stem from different things yeah it doesn't mean that it's a serious thing it could be a minor thing but those little things do play a part in your everyday life in your everyday mm-hmm. relationships whether it be you know in your family at work your friends those things could trigger something yeah it's crazy but you know now that we're really talking about this i'm really liking this anime yeah <laughs> i'm just that's like maybe that's the point because the more you dive deep it's like the more you learn about yourself yeah. and how you interpret these things and it's like you know it takes a lot to be vulnerable and you sharing this right now it's like you know thank you for sharing like yeah. you know that you felt like you feel this way and I, it feels like it brings us closer together too because you know we talk about this podcast mm-hmm. and it's tying our feet together mm-hmm. and how you know you're talking about you know your lack of vulnerability and opening up to people and it's but here we are making podcasts yeah. and you're reaching out to all these other people who might be vulnerable too. And here they are hearing, hearing you speak on it, you know, and know that's something that you like, you know, you feel that you need to work on, mm-hmm. you know, and this is how we connect to others. Yeah. I mean, the first, the, you know, the very first thing for you to be able to work on yourself is to acknowledge that there is something wrong. Not wrong. Just, you know, yeah, like no, an mean, area of improvement. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's in a better way, yeah. But, I mean, when you're talking to yourself, you, you tell yourself something's wrong. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a nicer way to put it. But I feel like, you know, we're very hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever we need to improve in our lives, we are very, we take it to heart. Yeah. And we are the worst judge for yeah. ourselves, right? Yeah. And nobody's going to tell you something's wrong with you. Yeah. Only you tell yourself that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the first thing is acknowledging it and, you know, being able to say, I need to work on it. Yeah. You know? That's what um, um, Kaoru says. He says to Shinji in the movie, he's like, um, but nothing will change unless people act on their own initiative. Yeah. And then he also says, oh, sorry, I can't read that. He says, that's why you have to reclaim your lost cells on your own. And I think this is where, you know, the whole soul searching comes yeah. from. Like, you're so lost and you don't really know how what your role is in society and how you contribute to it and then that's the whole soul searching that's where it begins and you interacting and finding new hobbies and your relationships with the people and creating boundaries it's just yeah. like it's just endless isn't that crazy how like it's never ending mm-hmm. i mean the only time this whole thing whatever dilemma and growth mm-hmm. and, uh, you know heartbreaks and love that you have in your life it will only end the moment you die yeah and it's so crazy that all these things are so analytical mm-hmm. you know, it's all in your brain your brain is processing everything but we're just humans mm-hmm. we're humans we die easily yeah we're and weak that's what they we're said weak. <laughs> yeah we're very weak i mean you know if this whole anime is real and mm-hmm. we are, you know, born from Lilith, which mm-hmm. is the fruit of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And it was the fruit of knowledge and something else. Fruit of life. Fruit of life and mm-hmm. knowledge. Then, wow, you know, like, we are, we are, you know, we're not, maybe not as strong physically. Mm-hmm. But we're able to create things and yeah. things yes. and analyze. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, I mean, come on. That's we, what makes us human, remember? Because yeah. they were saying, like, if we had both... Um, Adam and Lilith combined yeah. would be gods. Yeah. Nah. Who wouldn't want to be, <laughs> be God? Yeah. I mean, I'm happy. You know, there's, uh, there's so much. Okay, I, 
I get it. Shinji is not my favorite, mm-hmm. favorite character. Yeah. Because he just questions himself so much that it makes you question yourself. Yeah. But he's, yeah, he is also relatable, mm-hmm. right? I just, yeah, I, forgot, I forgot what I was going to say. God, I, I, I that's okay. I feel like he's a he's a really good person though. Like the more you talk about Shinji, I'm like, there's moments when he was like himself, mm-hmm. and he's like hanging out with his friends. I was like, I think he's a good person. Like of yeah. course he has some flaws, you know, like things where he's like, oh I'm a coward, like who does those things, like especially you know when he like he like um, masturbated to um, Dude, yeah when he uh, yeah, but I was just like, oh wow, like I mean pe- people do make mistakes, and I think it was just like his frustration, like it's a built up frustration. <laughs> he definitely let it out. Yeah, um, yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't, I was like, whoa, and this is me going from this, and the ending of the series, and just, like, starting yeah. it off, because I was so confused, yeah. and then that's the first thing I see, Yeah, I'm like, what? I, me too, you know, it's so funny, because I thought he was crying at first, I was like, oh, like, and then you see his hands. no, because at first he was like, okay, like, it, you know when it sounds like, kind of like sniffling, but kind of yeah. like breathing, and I was like, oh, no, is he crying, you know, <laughs> and, you and, and then I was like, oh, oh, he definitely wasn't, you know, and that's what I, I was telling Eloise, I was like, applaud to the, to the voice actor, because he had to do all this screaming and yelling, and he had to do those noises, and I'm just like, here you go, this is the scene. Oh my god, no, I just, it was like, when people say, uh, the icing on top, right, <laughs> yeah. it was the complete reversible of that right after watching the series and being so confused and saying what just happened you see that and it's like wow I don't know. <laughs> like to be honest i was i wasn't even planning on finishing the movie yeah the whole reason why i watched that movie right after is because i was just like what happened to misato yeah, <laughs> yeah. right and I, I wanted closure so then i ended up watching the whole thing yeah you know it was so weird too i couldn't pick up from what happened in the movie, when I saw that they were killing off Nerve, I was like, what is going on right now? I was so confused. And then I had to go back and, like, what happened in episode 26? Because I, I just didn't know. It was just so confusing. I feel like right there at the movie should have been, like, recap. Like, yeah. where's the recap for the movie? Because this is just really weird. Like, Yeah, it's kind of like you have to find your own, like, connected in your own way, mm-hmm. right? It's weird. It's like, you know when you think of those... um what are those graphs called where there's just, like, pictures and they start connecting lines everywhere? Like, when they do, like, investigations. Yeah. That's what I feel like my thought process. It wasn't linear. It was very, like, okay, this is here. And I could just imagine different little lines coming off of this one. And they're just, like, a big web of just things. That's exactly what this anime is. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you, there's no... I'm telling you. Like, like we need an investigation on this. Three quarter of this anime completely makes sense. It's just straight up mecha. <laughs> And then, you know, oh my god, I just, yeah. And then, another question too, I, I still, even at the end of all of this, I'm like, so Ray isn't human? So she's <laughs> not human, right? She's not human at But all. then I was like, why does she have bones in her body? Because, you know. But then people clone things and they have bones in their body. Yeah, but, I was like, but she's science. not a clone, isn't she's she? Not. So then I was like. So she's not a clone. Well, technically she she's is a... because she, she, they have her body, remember? That Itsuko just. But where did she killed. come from? Where did her, where did her vessel come from? Like from two other humans, or did they like get an egg and? I, they got it from Lilith. Oh, okay. The, I'm and they implanted it in a human body. Yeah, I think they just made they just made a clone. I mean, 
all that was just a vessel. I mean, science, man. Like, they just somehow <laughs> connected all her nerves and yeah. created uh, hundreds of freaking array. Yeah, that's so basement. confusing. And then another question I had, too, is when they're... Seely, Seely, they're killing off Nerve, and the girl with the short hair, the... What's her name? The one with the black short hair? She says, yeah. they're humans. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean they're humans? And... I was like, who is humans? Uh, the, the Avas are humans? I think that what you meant is that, okay, there's two possibilities, yeah. right? <laughs> My first possibility for that is that, you know, the Avas have synced with humans. You know, Shinji's mom went into the Ava. Yeah. Like, completely turned into Tang. Yeah. You know, and I feel like everybody else's mom that happened to them too another possibility is that maybe she meant the pilots are human that there's pi- there's humans inside the avas therefore making them avas because you know the computer completely analyzes and syncs with the yeah. human brain yeah uh. so do, do you think it's something where humans <laughs> humans are a physical description of something Right? But, so they're not human then. Or I mean, like, the Avas aren't human. The Avas are not human, but yeah, it's just, there's a thread of humanity in them. That's what you're going to Which, you know. The soul. The soul, you know. Yeah, but do humans have a soul? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, that's I'm a, just that's kidding. That's, a, question, that's why it's okay? getting so crazy. Yeah, you know. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what, too? I, when everybody was turning into Tang, <laughs> yeah. um, that girl that you just mentioned, mm-hmm. she sees uh, Ritsuko. Oh, yeah. And Ritsuko hugs her, but mm-hmm. she's imagining this whole thing. Mm-hmm. She was turning to yeah. Street. Yeah. And, and then there's just this affection mm-hmm. that Ritsuko gave her. Yeah. But, you know, she's imagining it. This was this what she wants. Yeah. And yeah. Like, did she actually like her? Yeah. Like, in love with Ritsuko. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's true. That. I didn't even know that either. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she was. Yeah, and the guy with the glasses imagined Misato. Yeah. I was like, all their little, like, dreams or their fantasies yeah. coming to life before they die. I mean, that's a good way to put yeah. it, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you see the things that you yearn for the most before yes. your final time. Yes, and Professor Fuyutsuki, I forgot his name, Fuyutsuki. Yeah, he's... He, um, Yui. Yui. I was like, oh, so he really, he really did love her. Yeah. Gosh, but it's so crazy. And then, like, you know how Shinji's dad, um, Commander Ikari, he, it's like I, his character was a little weird for me because he was tough, but I think he was, he acted on his heartbreak, you know, and it's like he dragged everyone down with him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't think he cared, like, as long as he ended up with Yui, you know, and yeah. it's funny because he keep, they kept using this phrase when they talked about him. They're like, Ray's a stink. And I was like, what is, like, what is that? I was like, this is so old school. I, it, they kind of aged it a little bit. You know, but I was like, you know, I'm going to start saying that now. I'm like, I'm going to raise a stink. <laughs> yeah, he was completely, he went nuts. Yeah. And there's, there's um, a few things too. Well, the only thing that I, there's like a sexist quote in here. Renitska and Misato at, at a meeting. And... They're talking about, um, I think they're talking about getting rid of the Evas, and they're trying to do something else now, like their own um, machine without a with a dummy or not a dummy. I think they controlled it themselves, but it went like haywire. It's like from another country. Or something, yes. You know? So they're talking about um, 
the guy says, a weapon that can't be controlled is utter nonsense. He says, it's like a hysterical woman. There's no reasoning with them. And Riska, she doesn't, she, she doesn't let it phase her, but she was just like, she goes back and she's like, he's rooting his own, he's tooting his, no, tooting. <laughs> he's rooting his own horn and wants to be patted on the back with a pathetic little man. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, like, even back then, I feel like they're just like implying, you know, women in like the field are really like degraded. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that sucks. Like, even that scene where, this is the scene that everybody was talking about, you know, how she's, like, naked in front of um, Zili. Oh, yeah, Ritsuko, right? Yeah, we were looking that up, and I, it's like... I mean, yeah, I knew that she's, she said, Ritsuko said something about sacrificing her body, and she says something, she says a line in there, I can't, I can't remember it. Mm-hmm. But the way I took it, like, you were, you know, you were doing some research, and yeah. you were saying that she was raped, and I think not i mean i don't think yeah. she was physically raped because it was zili's mentally physical but she yeah. was like pretty much mind raped by yeah. those things and she was saying that something about sacrifice you know yeah i mean okay another that's i still feel like i don't even know if i'm gonna research her stuff after i'm just gonna try to like let it be i think i'm just gonna let it yeah be. I'm just like, this, this chapter is done for this chapter's this done. evangelion for us there is a movie, that, there's another movie that mm-hmm. you can watch Does it. it continue on? I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I'm probably going to watch I it. Think, yeah, you're going to watch it? I yeah, you know, it. I like to finish yeah. this. I'll finish it. Yeah. All right, and then, do you think that Asuka really loved Shinji? Yes, in the most toxic way possible. In the most, yes. <laughs> she hated herself, therefore she couldn't give him... She couldn't open up and love someone the way a person should be loved. Yeah. This is toxic. Yeah. And do you feel that he... Do you feel that Shinji really accepted her too, though? No. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? They have no choice. They're the only ones... But why did he pick her? That sounds like so like we went. Because he couldn't... He couldn't communicate with Ray. Ray is just a shell, you know. I mean, yeah. if he, whatever question that he asked Ray, he just wanted come back to him. You know what? I think it's what he said in that scene when he strangles her. Like anyone will do. Yeah. He just needed someone, mm-hmm. and he just happened to pick her. And he's like, "Okay, it's just you and me now." Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it. He had a connection with her. It's not the kind of healthy relationship yeah. that you can, you know, agree on. Mm-hmm. But out of all the characters or all the women that he had known, he would, she would bring a personality for Shinji that he usually doesn't show to others yeah annoyed getting mad getting that's true i I guess that that does that is a sense of intimacy when Mm -hmm. you know when you're friends with someone but you've never showed them like when you're angry yet Mm -hmm. when you're irritated or annoyed you know it's like the surface level friends and then you have the friends where you're just like oh that person's so freaking annoying you know you could just really go off and share how you really feel (laughs) right you know what i'm talking about right there's different type of friends, you know? You can openly say, oh, like, that oh, right? Me. Or just be like, oh, fuck that bitch. You know, like, oh my God, that sounds so bad. But you know, like, you're, like you just know right away, like, like you guys have a deeper friendship than most. Yeah. When you know that that person won't judge you for the things that you yes. say. Yes. Yeah. It's pure love. Yeah. I mean, look, not everybody is a freaking angel yeah right? like even the nicest person have bad things to yeah say to other yes people. or in just, their mind yeah, yeah in their mind 
thing. And it's just, you know, it's up to them whether they, who they share it with. Yeah. The, the thing that makes it worse is if you're sharing this kind of things with everyone else mm-hmm. and just talking crap about this person. Mm-hmm. But it's different when you're just sharing it with one person that you've, you know, you're intimate with. Yeah. You connect with. Yeah. Intimacy, when, yes. Yeah, it's different when it's like, you know, you're at work and you're like, oh, I don't like that person. It's yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then you go to another person and say the same thing. Then that's very toxic, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it, it's kind of like the whole... There's this one scene, I don't remember what it was, but they're talking about different versions of yourself. There's a seat, there's there's a you that's in someone else's heart. Mm-hmm, so yeah. whatever they see, and I was like, hmm, that's it's true, that's deep, true. Right? Mm-hmm, yeah. it's, you think you're being a certain way, but someone has to take it differently. Mm-hmm. So all of it's just like really subjective. So that's why you have to good have a good grasp on who you are. Yeah, and the thing is you can't just be how you are like you know you're different when you're with your friends mm-hmm. you're different with your when you're with your significant other yeah, you're mm-hmm. different when you're with your parents mm-hmm. when you're with your sister yeah when you're with your co-workers yeah. you know you show a different side of you that is appropriate for the setting yeah for the kind of relationship that you have with people yeah and you know it's crazy because when people say stuff like that oh well, it's so fake i was like i don't think it's, it's being fake. fake i still feel like that at the heart of it if if you you're put in these different situations, and yes, you may act differently, but deep down, you have certain character characteristics that are still yours, mm-hmm. you know. But you just there's something you just you don't go and start cursing at a tea party, yeah. you know, or it's 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 more about like your character, you still I guess. Want to serve you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. If, if you just act the way you are with everyone else, and you have no censor, I don't think that's healthy. Yeah. I I just yeah yes. I mean. It's a relationship with everyone else. Like, mm-hmm. you, you're not going to act the same way with your friends the way you act at work. Yeah. You know, there's a whole professional, yeah. professional yes. level that you have to be at work. Like, yeah. you might be cursing, you know, every freaking 15 seconds outside yeah. of work. Yeah. But at work, you're not going to be cursing yeah, in front see, of your boss. That's right? what I think. I hate when people, you know, would be like, oh, she's so fake. And I was like, no, I think... I think it's more mature than anything. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, you know, you're fake. I think, no, it's everybody has different identities, mm-hmm. you know, but they're different identities, but you're still true to yourself. You could still be yourself and have multiple identities. Like you said, in the workplace, when you're at home, or you're a mother, you know, like just in um, Ritzka's mom, yeah. she's a, a mother, a woman, and um, a scientist. Yeah. You just have different roles. So I would say that people are just like multifaceted. Yeah. I don't think that it's being fake. I yeah. Disagree with yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, but I hate when people say that. I'm like. Yeah. I think. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Like the people that do say that you're fake are the ones that are toxic and want yeah. to see every side of you. Yeah, I think they're struggling it, too. Yeah, and the most they want to see the negative side of you mm-hmm. so that they can be at your you can be at their level yeah and it's just not it's not healthy like mm-hmm. why would I want to be in your level yeah like, no yeah. Yeah, and it's up to you whether you, you know, have that boundary and say, like, no, it's, it's not happening. Yeah, I know. But this this movie is, this movie, I mean, this whole series just really took you on a roller coaster, right? Not even that. It feels like you're just, like, up, 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 and then, like, down, and then, like, doing loops and turns. It was just really crazy and then going through like dark tunnels you know like those rides that do that dark tunnel that might not even have no light light. at the end of the tunnel yeah there's no light it's up to you to find that light you're gonna be like you know holding on to wall a wall a wall there's there's no seatbelt yeah no seatbelt man like you just go on a freaking ride it's not even a roller coaster it's probably worse than a roller coaster (laughs) 
Yeah. It's, it's, oh my god. Yeah. We get why this anime has such a, uh, you know, a great following. Mm-hmm. It's a classic anime. And, you know, as now that we do talk about it, I appreciate it more. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being by yourself and watching this anime and not talking to anybody about it, I would feel really bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you need someone to talk to, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this anime, ooh, one last thing is the opening for this anime. Did we talk about it yet? I talked about how I wanted to sing it and I went to go oh, look at yeah. it. Yeah, it's such a great mm-hmm. opening. And we both said already that we've heard this song before mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah. We just recently found out that it is from this anime. And wow, it's amazing. The lyrics and the, you know, this song was commissioned just for the anime, mm-hmm. which is great. Every little beat that goes with how this the anime would change. Mm-hmm. The lyrics, wow, it was just so amazing. Well, I think this is going to be the end of this really long episode. I think for the first time. I know. Almost two hours now. And, you know, it's completely justified for what the it's, anime The complexity is. of it is just, I, I still feel like it's nothing I could ever feel like I, I, I will have a good understanding of. Mm-hmm. I mean, we even took notes on this. We took yeah. notes, watched videos, researched. I mean, I know some people really did their research, but my <laughs> I just feel like I couldn't really take it. Yeah. It just takes a lot. It takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. It's mentally draining. Yes. That's what it is. Maybe I'll watch it in, again in the next five years. I, I don't think. I mean, okay, maybe five years. Yeah. This is the thing, too, with Baby of the Fireflies. I still haven't rewatched it. Yeah. It's mentally draining in a different, you know, level as mm-hmm. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll watch some clips, but I don't think... Yeah, yeah, just to get a better understanding, you know, like, I don't know, but if, if you guys like this episode, um, come follow us on our podcast, I mean our podcast, that too, but on our Instagram at dokidoki.podcast, we're going to have screenshots, anime, manga pics, and quotes. Yes, heartbeats, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode 12 of Neon Genesis Evangelion, and we will leave you off with the opening song which we love a lot, <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion called A Cruel Angel's Thesis. We'll see you later, heartbeats. Bye! I usually remember, but I didn't remember.